Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. First up on what's trending today is franchise tag day in the NFL. That means the tag window officially open. It's the first day that NFL teams can place the franchise or the transition tag on players whose contracts are set to expire. This window runs through March 7th. Uh, Thus far, I don't believe anybody has been tagged. That's generally how it goes. It's not like free agency where all of a sudden the second it opens, tags are being flown out left or right. Usually teams wait actually till the tail end of that window Mm. as they begin to work on long-term deals. The NFL scouting combine is next week, so deals could potentially get done before you even need to end up using the franchise tag. I'm into it. It, It's kind of one of those like dominoes like things like the analogy of like the first domino has to fall. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think the first one is the Lamar Jackson situation, right? Then you'll then you'll start kind of seeing where people get, you know, fast and heavy when it comes to placing their tags on certain players. Which, okay, well, I want you to put your prediction on it. Who is the first like surprise trade to happen? Aaron Rodgers. He's okay. the king of the domino. Because right now his odds, I think I saw it on Odd Shark. He's like minus 200 to go to Vegas. And then it's like plus 150 to the Jets, I think. And then it gets a little bit more and more egregious. Like the last one is the Niners. But once he gets out of his little like black hole of just like eating food through a food slot and being naked in the dark, whatever it may be, um, we'll do that. Speaking of what's trending, Jock Vaughn, your guy. Uh, My guy. Yeah. What a, what a rough team to be on that year. Losing to Arizona in the final four. Either Miles way, Simon. Was it Bibby too? Or was he on yeah, the next? Yeah, Miles okay. Simon was the one who killed him. Yeah. Uh, Jock Vaughn got a multi-year extension with the Nets, so he's doing pretty good. You get KD out of there. You get Kyrie out of there, and things seem to go a little bit more smoothing. Who'd have thought, right? Like, you get those two <laughs> those two guys out of the system. But, no, good for Jock Vaughn. He got, uh, he got hired after Steve Nash got fired, and now he's not going anywhere because he gets an extension today with the Brooklyn Nets. Good for him, man. And that beard is nice. That felt like a job that you would take just to get fired. Yeah. You're only taking that job to ultimately lose it at the end of the season. Low ceiling too, right? Like if you just do average, they're going to be like, all right, well, this guy, he's, he's worth keeping around. Next up on what's trending, David Carr, the less famous, less successful, more highly drafted quarterback Mm -hmm. brother of Derek Carr. Fresno. He said that Derek Carr's free agency will be a long process. He will do his, quote, due diligence in choosing a new team. Derek Carr visited the Jets last weekend. Before that, he had visited the Saints. 
still a free agent after being released by the Raiders. That's also one of the big dominoes, man. Not mm -hmm. because he is the most talented, but because he's just going to take up a spot, especially if it ends up being New York, right? That impacts both Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson in a way. Yeah, I saw a tweet yesterday that said that Derek Carr fits the New York Jets system for what they're trying to do the best. What is that? Just like just compete, but not like actually compete for titles just I to think, go to the playoffs? I think they just basically look at it like an Alex Smith. Like maybe you can draft a guy. Maybe you can like develop a guy under Derek Carr who's, you know, in theory, a good locker room guy. At least that's what we were told in, in you know, Vegas the last couple of years once they lost Gruden. And it was clear that they still listen to Carr. So I don't know, man. I, I, I could see Derek Carr going to the Jets. I mean, they have a very good promising offense that, you know, doesn't. I mean, they have Brees Hall at running back. They have the offensive rookie of the year. They have the defensive rookie of the year. And uh, Robert Sala can kind of just put his trust in him. I'm not saying that Derek Carr is going to win them multiple playoff games. I'm saying that he can be kind of a patch in the system, similar to, like, I guess we call him a poor man's Alex Smith, if that makes sense. Uh, also, it's trending. KU beats TCU last night, 63-58 in Funky Town. Grady Dick taking home a souvenir, which was classic. Case, oh, they got the ball, too. They got shirts and the ball. The ball, the backstory is that TCU took it in Lawrence. Now you take it in. The Horn Frogs are here. By the way, that court is atrocious. Uh, number 14, K-State hosts, hosts number nine, Baylor, tonight at six. Mizzou also at six o'clock as they host Mississippi State. Um, my parlay tonight, it's a two-legger. It's plus 264. I like Mizzou, minus three and a half. That line has moved since last night, a half point. They were minus four last night before I went to bed. They're minus three and a half today. And the under, the under is at 138. I do not believe both teams score 69 points. That's your can't miss lock of the day. Yesterday was KU with the plus points and the over or in the under and it hit Saturday when I bet my two leg parlay. I had KU minus five in the over. That also hit. I'm two for two. I'm going for three for three tonight. Jed's on a heater. You're on a heater. Let's just keep burning, baby. I could not believe the Jayhawks were underdogs. Three point underdogs versus the Horn Frogs. Maybe buying a little bit too much into that first matchup. Uh, or TCU. Yeah, that was weird. But I come mean, on. At the start of the tip, it was plus three and a half Kansas. I was like, yeah. where are all my Kansas live betters right now? Yeah, I was one of them. I was one of them. All right. And lastly, on what's trending, Royals outfielder Drew Waters has a left oblique strain and will be out for six weeks, according to skipper Matt Quattraro. Waters was you know, in line to potentially be the starting center fielder. He was at least going to get a shot at it. Um, and now, quote, Kyle Isbell will get every opportunity to grab that spot, according to Quattraro. I like Kyle Isbell. He's like too. dirty, greasy, plays tough, surprises you with power, makes him a key play every once in a while. He's going to screw up every once in a while, too. But to give it a cliche, he's a guy that plays with his heart on his sleeve. All right, that's it for What's Trending. With Dusty Likens, I'm Nick Schwartz, Jed Marshall producing, filling in today on Cody and Gold. Cody and Alex will be back in the saddle tomorrow. Be interested to see if they have any feedback for me, because I'll be here tomorrow as well. I'll be back in uh, producer's role. I guarantee you both of them will be like, why the hell did you have Jason Brown on? You think they'll both say that? Yes. I don't know. I could see. I could see. I could see Alex saying that. I don't know. Um, Cody's a little harder to read on that situation. I don't think Cody would have wanted Jason Brown on. But also, I think Cody's sort of like out of sight, out of mind. Mm. 
Have either of you guys heard from Cody or Alex today? No, I have not. I heard from Cody. He asked me if I wanted to play poker, but Mm. nothing about the show. So I think you guys are doing very well if he hasn't texted me to complain. Wait a minute. When are you guys playing poker? Uh, Well, possibly on Friday. I'm going to be in with Dustman on After Hours. So if you want to make sure and get more of this fine programming, tune in 6 to 9 on Friday. Okay, well, that's not really what I was going to get to. I was wondering why Dusty and I didn't get invited to poker. Probably because uh, Cody doesn't like you. But I was invited to the last poker night. But you didn't go. That's true. So, maybe so that's... what, it's like if I say no once, I'm out forever? Yeah. Probably. I've said no many times, but I came to the last one, so I feel like that's why I'm Oh. Out. Jed got back in the circle of trust. I played once, and also I gave them a lot. I donated, man. I gave them a lot of money. I'm surprised they wouldn't. Like I'm, I'm the prime guy they would call back to take more money. Are there rules of these games? Like, can you, like, I don't know. I think it's, it's a limited buy-ins. Yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty much just, you know, cash game, no limit. Yeah, B-Y- so you can buy BYOB. Uh, yeah. Yeah. BYOP. But you well. know what? You know what? He's a good host. He'll put out lots of snacks. There He'll, are lots of good snacks. Lots sure. of snacks and lots of beer. The beer fridge will be stocked, and there will be some party mix. So you want a carpool? I guess you'll just meet us both here at nine, and we'll just go out there together. Uh, Jed, I haven't been formally invited, so well, you still have three more opportunities the next few days. So what? I gotta ask now? Well, I mean, I hint around. I just feel like there's probably enough people there that would annoy me where I'd have to not go. Whoa! You don't wow. even know who's gonna be there. I've seen pictures. Okay, who do you think's gonna be there? Not necessary. No, I want you to name some names. Yeah. Nope. Is it me? No. Oh. God no. Is it people who cover the Chiefs professionally? I don't Did know. One of them write a book. I don't know. I just feel like I don't. I'm good. Is one of them uh, the editor in chief for uh, Airhead Pride? No. I think he's the kind of guy that tries to be the bluffer, and it always backfires. Like I've Pete seen. I played poker with Pete twice in two separate, like with two separate groups of people, mm-hmm. and he Pete is going 120 miles an hour. From the first hand, and both oh, yeah. times it cost him. He'd be like, I call. Like, I've never I'd seen call. somebody lose their money so instantly and then immediately buy back in. Pete would just be like, I call. You don't have it. You don't have it. What do you have, Pete? <laughs> Pair of nines. Okay, I have a straight, and it's clearly on the border because all I needed was a seven. So, sorry, Pete. Uh, we may end up chatting with a Royal. We may end up talking to Daniel Lynch coming up later on in the show. If you want to join the show, you can do so on the Jays Southland Toe Service text line 913-586-7610 from the 816. Nick doesn't know who Drew Waters and Kyle Isbell are. L-M-A-O. Is Not true. Not true. Mm. How many tattoos does Kyle Isbell have? 72. I don't know why I know that. Do you actually know no, that? No, it's a lie. Okay, how many but he's ta- got a lot. Okay, how many tattoos do you have? Two. And how many of them have uh, misspellings on them? One. How often do you think about that? Not very, but it's definitely like a quick icebreaker at pool parties. Could it be fixed? Yes. I just don't know how hard, how much it hurts for tattoo removal. I'm kind of. I didn't know you had a tattoo, and I didn't know that you it was being misspelled, and I didn't know that you'd done prison time Mm -hmm. because the ink is a little, it's a little blotchy. I have been to jail twice, but not prison. Uh, You don't get tattoos in jail. No. Well, it depends on how long you're there. <laughs> I mean, but you're spending the night in the drunk tank. I don't think there's a tattoo artist in there. I mean, I was in like, well, and I wasn't. Was that what it was? Did you just do an overnight? Mm-hmm. And then the other one was, nah, they were both overnights. One in Columbia, one in Kansas City. Have you ever been imprisoned in Kansas? No. We got to knock that off the bucket list, man. I mean, go for the turkey, yeah. you know? I'm good. I think I've changed my ways. 
The NFL Combine is a week from today, man. Mm-hmm. One week from today, the football season basically resumes. It's so weird that the Combine is a week and a half after the Super Bowl. Yeah. No time off. No days off for the NFL. Last year was a slam dunk performance by Brett Veach. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the guys who made plays not just in the playoffs, but specifically in the Super Bowl, from Trent McDuffie to Joshua Williams to Jalen Watson. I mean, Sky Moore scores his first NFL touchdown in the freaking Super Bowl. George Karloftis was a day one starter. Leo Chanel was out there making plays. Brian Cook out there making plays in the AFC Championship game. You could not have done it. And needless to say, Isaiah Pacheco, who was maybe the steal of the draft, getting him in the seventh round and looks like he can be a workhorse back for you for the next three, four years. Like that's incredible efficiency from Brett Veach with all of those picks. Mm. Well, now once again, you're going to have a lot of picks in this year's draft currently have nine. You're going to get more compensation picks for the guys who left in 2022 free agency. Mm -hmm. Do you switch it up at all? Do you say, you know what? I got a lot of starters last year. And a lot of these dudes are going to be cheap for the next three years. Let's swing for the fences. Let's go after a big name uh, trade asset, right? Like, like instead of putting all of our eggs into the draft basket and, and trying to bring in seven or eight rookies again to fill this roster out, we don't need to fill the roster out. We need home run hitters. Let's mm-hmm. package a few of these deals and go out and get a top 15 pick and get a top 10 pick. Let's go out and package these picks and go out and get a big name wide receiver or a big name pass rusher. Is that in the cards? Or do you think once again, it's steady as she goes, like it was a season ago, like proven in the NFL wide receiver pass rusher. Like the problem is you do have draft capital. I find it very hard to believe they would get rid of their first overall pick when the draft is in Kansas city. Now move up, draft somebody who is a promising wide receiver. Sure. Um, But if you're going to go trade for somebody, I think you have to find somebody that's in like year three, right? Because you don't want to go get somebody for a year and lose trade capital or draft capital and only have somebody for a year because it's been proven that Mahomes doesn't necessarily need a top of the end guy. They don't necessarily need a stud wide receiver. What they need is good receivers that really fit the system. That is this Kansas city's offense, which is Kadarius, Tony control sky, Moore control. Um, McCole Hardman's not going to be expensive. So you could really kind of like work your way with him to be like, Hey, You want to win more championships. You want to prove yourself. You're still young enough to where you could have two more years here and then go get a big, a big contract deal. So that's all there. MVS is under contract for one more year. So really you're looking at, if you're going to go trade for somebody, what are you going to get to replace you do some Schuster? Um, Do the Chiefs do that? We we've seen it, but it's always mid season. It's always, they go get a, like you said, a, a, a Melvin Ingram, they go get a Terrell Suggs. So I don't know. I think that if the Chiefs did do that, this would be something that I'd been seeking them to do for a while, which is go be the Golden State heel turn warriors that they were when they went and got to rant after winning their titles and being like, oh, well, now we're just going to go get this guy who's clearly one of the best players in the entire league. And now we're really going to give you zero doubt that we're going to keep winning. I love that because I think yeah. after seeing the way the Chiefs not only didn't miss a step losing Tyree Kill. We saw the evolution of Patrick Mahomes. Right. We saw him 
know that defenses are going to give you everything underneath and I'm going to take it for 20 straight weeks. Exactly. And I'm going to kill you with it. And I'm going to win the MVP and we're going to be the number one scoring offense in the NFL and we're going to win the Super Bowl. And the Eagles could not. I mean, Patrick Mahomes played, I mean, certainly in the second half, flawless football. Four straight scoring drives. And by the way, there should have been another scoring drive in that game if Harrison Bucker wouldn't have missed a chip shot. Mm. But that was nearly flawless execution by the Chiefs offense against the league's number one defense, Dusty. And I think watching that mm-hmm. maybe led a lot of people to the conclusion that the Chiefs are just done going after big name wide receivers. And it makes perfect sense. I don't think Veach or anybody who would be in his position and be very good at that live in absolutes. I don't think Brett Veach sits there behind his desk and says, I'm never going after a big name wide receiver. I'm never spending big money on a receiver. If the right deal is there to be made, he's going to make it because I don't think he is ever going to stop trying to give Patrick Mahomes weapons. Mm -hmm. So if Juju outprices himself from Kansas City and says, you know what, I don't, I'm not going to take another team friendly deal. I'm not taking a two year deal. I want a three year deal. I want 15 to $20 million. I want a Christian Kirk deal. If that's what he wants, bye bye. You're not giving it to him in Kansas City, at no. which point it wouldn't shock me to see them continue to make wide receiver an asset. Hell, even if you do get Juju, yeah. it wouldn't shock me to see them continue to make that a top priority. The Juju thing's just kind of confusing to me, and it's kind of a mind blank if you want to throw in an explosive there. But because Pete Sweeney, who I trust more than anybody following this team, really truly believes that. Juju Smith-Schuster will take a team-friendly discount, like a Kansas City discount. But everything that defines the situation that Juju is in goes against that. Juju Smith-Schuster signed a one-year deal with a contender for a chance to get a Super Bowl ring. He did exactly that. Juju Smith-Schuster is a wide receiver, which is probably the second highest paid position in football, and he is the top target in his class. Now, did he have... Justin Jefferson numbers where he had, you know, 14 touch or 11 or nine touchdowns and 1800. No, he had 833 yards and three touchdowns. That's not going to jump out at you, but he technically missed like three games. So add in a touchdown or two and a, and 170 yards. He's a thousand and five. You're getting top market money for that. By the way, real quick. Do you want to, yeah. you want to know how much Juju Smith Schuster's made in his career? A lot because he signs one-year deals. Six years in the league, 21-3. Okay, so not a ton. I'm saying he could come close to doubling that. Yeah. He may not get $20 million a year, right? He may not get the Christian Kirk money. No, but he might get 18 for the next three to five. So if you're him. And a ton of it guaranteed. Why would you take a friendly discount now knowing this is going to be the best chance you're ever going to have to like sign one of those big deals? My other big question with this is when do you think the regression of Travis Kelsey begins? Because to think that every year you're getting 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns, and 100 receptions can't possibly be in your head for more than two years? Like maybe next year we see a lot of the similarity. Sorry, 930 yards. But we see a lot of similarities for Juju with this in the league, right? Like, Many players are dominant, dominant, dominant. Will Kelsey be, what, 33 next year? 30, 33, I believe. Like, that's the other thing, too, is that, and the text line kind of said, said it kind of in an interesting way, is that the Chiefs have always had a number one wide receiver. It's just disguised as a tight end. Fair. But the thing is, is, like, 
when does, because I was never worried with Tyreek leaving. I've always been worried is what happens when Kelsey's gone. Can we, by the way, can we just like distinguish the difference? And I'm not like yeah. trying to like say anybody's wrong, but the difference between having Travis Kelsey and mm-hmm. having a number one wide receiver, it's not like, I don't think of number one wide receiver based off your production. I, I think of it based off how you're used, right? And being threat. able, Right. Being able to throw the ball 25 yards downfield on a post route, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. really see Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is an elite route runner. He is slippery. He is a mismatch nightmare. Whether you have a safety on him, whether you have a linebacker on him, it's just different in how you scheme number one wide receivers open than how you do Travis Kelsey. Not to say one's better than the other. Like I'm not saying, oh, you need to have a one wide receiver. But when we talk about it, like the phrasing matters because it's not exactly the same in what you're doing schematically as an offense. Like Juju Smith-Schuster was your number one wide receiver, but you didn't see Patrick Mahomes chucking the ball up to him 25 yards downfield. Like he was working inside. They sort of used him almost as a tight end, as a way to counter Travis Kelsey. So all of that, with all of that being said, with this draft coming up, I really, I would not be shocked if they try to swing for the fences in a way that we didn't see them a year ago. We're going to talk more about the draft with Jay Binkley, who will join us coming up here in about half an hour. Eric Benamy now being the OC in Washington, we know why he took that gig. He's got to be a head coach in two years or it's never happening, right? And Tyree, two years. And Tyree Kill came after the whole situation too, which is kind of hilarious. I saw Tyree Kill commenting mm-hmm. on Shady McCoy, which is interesting because I can't figure out whether Tyree Kill is supposed to be a villain or if he's still like one of the good guys. I think the Super Bowl kind of depletes whatever he said. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I that, don't know because I thought he was kind of taking shots. Is that a random question? It could be. It you, could be. You know what? That's coming up here in 20 minutes. He's Dusty Likens with Jed Marshall. I'm Nick Short. You're listening to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We're going to talk some NFL Draft with Jay Binkley at 1 o'clock. Bink will join us in studio coming up at one o'clock. I am Nick Schwert with Dusty Likens and Jed Marshall. This is Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can do so via the Jay's Southland Toe Service text line 913-586-7610 from the 913. What about T. Higgins? Dusty, what about T. Higgins? Yeah, we talked about that. This happened last year. I think it was actually CDOT. It's actually on NFL Network right now, too. Like, Oh, wow. Uh, I think it was last year, right after the season, CDOT had sent out the hypothetical question of if the – it's just so funny a year later to think about it. If the Bengals called and offered the Chiefs T. Higgins for Creed Humphrey straight up, would you take it? Which is so – like – the idea that the Bengals would offer up a number one wide receiver for a center mm. is a little ludicrous. But what if I were to flip that? What if I were to say, okay, T. Higgins now entering the final deal of his contract. Mm-hmm. Bengals got to pay Joe Burrow. Bengals got to pay Jamar Chase. T. Higgins may be a casualty. Chiefs, maybe they want to extend Chris Jones. Maybe they want to extend Legereus Sneed. If the Bengals called and offered... Jamar T Higgins for Orlando Brown Jr. And let's say you'd have to throw in a draft pick, mm-hmm. a second round draft pick. You take that deal if you're Kansas City for T Higgins. T Higgins for Orlando Brown Jr. in a second round pick. Oh man, that's a lot. Number one receiver, but it's going to be for one year of use. Yeah, you'd have to extend him. You'd have to extend him, and I know a lot of people would say, well, wait, why would they do that when they just let Tyreek Hill walk? Well, circumstances were different a year ago. A year ago, you thought you might extend Orlando Brown Jr. T. Higgins also a hell of a lot younger than Tyreek Hill. Yeah. um, The other problem, though, is (laughs) I know this sounds obvious, but the receiver market is just going to continue to get more and more rich. So... To answer your question, to to trade an Orlando Brown and a second round pick for a one year player where you could quite possibly win back to back titles, who would definitely make it easier, which is kind of that Kevin Durant move. Um, I mean, for a one year deal, I would probably not do it, but it would be very intriguing because Orlando Brown, shoot, man you might be able to get a second-round pick alone out of just Orlando Brown. 
you know. Um, you think so? If you could sell him to a team that really needs a left tackle so, to protect him. So two years ago, but the Chiefs gave up a first-round pick to mm-hmm. get Orlando Brown Jr. And a second-round pick, which turned out to be Nick Bolton, which scares me to give up that and a second-round pick for T. Higgins when then the Cincinnati Bengals, who are your rival, could get somebody with that second-round pick. Do you think that Orlando Brown Jr.'s value has gone up in the last two seasons? Mm. You think he's more valuable now than he was when he came over from Baltimore? Because remember the circumstances the as Super well. The Super Bowl definitely helped that they didn't allow any sacks to one of the best he, offensive lines, and they wore the shirts that said, you know, zero sacks, put that on a shirt, which that gives you notoriety. But again, like... He was not a left tackle when he came over from Baltimore, remember? No. He was a, he, a spot started at left, but he was for three years a right, right. tackle. And that's the thing is that, I mean, it's just, it's tough to, to kind of have T Higgins there. But I mean, I think that when you look at the receivers that are free agents, not this year, but would play a one-year deal and then be um, unrestricted free agents where you could get a guy maybe cheaper, guys like Mike Evans, guys like. Uh, Jerry, Judy, which they're not going to trade in in, con- in in division, but guys that are going to set that market up higher, which is going to try to make you think you're doing okay giving up what you're giving up for T. Higgins, are guys like Justin Jefferson, guys like C.D. Lamb. Um, those guys, Brandon Ayuk, those guys are all going to be free agents next year. So following this year, those guys are all going to be free agents. Before they go to those, those years, those teams are going to have to pay them a massive amount of yeah. money. They're going to reset what's already been reset in a wide receiver market. So in that year is also T Higgins. Who's part of that class. Um, if Justin Jefferson gets, I don't know more than what Devonte Adams got, which he probably will. I think Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football um, coming off an offensive player of the year. Um, you know, what is T Higgins going to get? Is it worth that? Do you, and the other thing too, that also kind of contradicts that, um, which kind of seems to be the theme of the show, not because of us. Um, but what kind of contradicts that is that, do you need a T Higgins or is T Higgins kind of the hog flex of the roster to be like, we didn't need him. We got him. Now you can't stop us because Tom Brady never needed Randy Moss. Correct. Right. Never needed him. I mean, it was nice to have, but when he did have him, they didn't lose a game. So like, Yes, you might be able to get a guy whose team's like, yeah, well, we're not going to resign you in the future. We're going to trade you, and some team's going to have you for a year. Oh, that team, by the way, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, that guy who's coming over that might be a wide receiver one on 18 rosters is now going to be evaluated even higher because of who they have at quarterback, right? Like, Juju looked better than ever this year because Roethlisberger had been deteriorating as a quarterback. He came to a team, stayed reasonably healthy, and he was 930 yards, three touchdowns, very dependent, had a great drive in the Super Bowl, looked like he had really been connected with Patrick Mahomes. So the thing is, do you necessarily need to give up that much for someone that good or, which would be out of characteristic for Brett Veach, to go get that Kevin Durant, Golden State Warriors type of move? So I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. it'd be kind of fun. It'd be cool if we went, you know, full Hulk Hogan, bash the beach, turn heel, go get one of the best wideers because everybody says DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, or they're saying Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. That to me seems more like a Brett beach move where if you're going to go get a DeAndre Hopkins and you're going to trade for that, it's not going to cost you a second round. Yeah, but or he, wants a, he, he wants a new contract. DeAndre Hopkins wants a new deal as well. So no matter 
you're right. That does feel like more of a Brett Veach move, but it's important to remember that all of this stuff involves some level of risk. Risk. There is mm. there is some risk. It's just a different type of risk. Whether you are swinging for the fences on a draft prospect, mm. whether you're trading for a young wide receiver and giving him a new deal, whether you're trading for a veteran wide receiver and giving them maybe a lesser deal, but still more risky because of the injury concerns, et cetera, et cetera. Like from the the nine one three who's texting into the text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten. What rounds was Higgins drafted in? Rhetorical question. He was drafted in the second round. Who's to say? We can't use that second round pick to get the next mm. T Higgins. That's great. Bengals were drafting at the top of the second round. The Chiefs are drafting at the end of the second round. So there's and a big window there. Going to draft to the end of rounds for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, like there there's there's not an elite like if you if you're gung ho on the Chiefs targeting receivers, because I think the I think the the priorities this offseason are the same as the priorities for last offseason. Pass rushers pass catchers, and I still think cornerback could potentially be one if Legereus needs not getting a contract. Same can be said for offensive tackle. If Orlando Brown Jr. is not getting a contract, maybe you do try and move up and draft a, a left tackle that falls to the teens or however much you think you can actually get up there with the equity that you do have. But the priorities from one offseason to the next haven't really changed all that much. And to kind of like counterbalance that take is that Brett Beach essentially did that by drafting Sky Moore and going and getting Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony's health is the biggest issue, but he's technically a second year player this year. So you have three more years of control under Kadarius Tony. You have four under Sky Moore. Um so maybe you have what you want in your wide receiver play. Plus you have Mark you have MVS, you have Marquez Valdez Scantling for another year who kind of finally showed his like not worth, but like his role on this team, which it unfortunately took a couple of guys getting hurt for him to step up as like the third option. But the thing about that in the text line says, well, what about safety? You drafted Brian cook last year for that. And you have Eric Reed as well. So Justin, Reed, Justin Reed, sorry, I always do that with those two. Um, and so you look at the wide receiver Veach might've fixed that because yes, I get it. Canarius Tony's injuries are an issue, but Sky Moore kind of seems like he kind of figured it out later. These guys are all now veterans of the league because they played all the way to the championship game and actually won the Super Bowl. So you have to think that that comes a little bit better. Their playbook knowledge comes a little bit more. So maybe you lose Juju, but you still bring back and maybe you do get McCole Hartman on a cheap deal for like a one more year prove it deal to the, to the league and then he can go get paid. You would still bring back four of your top five wide receivers plus who knows what Brett Veach has already seen in the draft? We've seen for many, many years past, Brett Veach always finds steals. Karloftis, McDuffie, Humphrey, Smith, all these guys Brett Veach has found that are nowhere near anybody's mock draft board. That's no offense to, to Binkley, who will join us in 15 minutes. But, like, you know, Binkley thinks they go get a wide receiver. Why? Like, and I'll ask him that question. Like, why would you get a wide receiver when you have four of your top five receivers coming back? You drafted one last year as a rookie. You have another one under a rookie for three more years. You don't necessarily need a wide receiver, as it would clearly point out that Patrick Mahomes went 14-3 and in the regular season and went all the way through the Super Bowl or all the way to go to the Super Bowl to win it. So, again, I mean, 
is there a guy that you can find? Is there, you know, do you still give up? Do you have you given up hope in John Brown yet? I mean, I think that's a foregone conclusion. It's never going to work. Oh, John uh, Ross. John Ross. I'm sorry, John Ross. It's tough um, because you got John Ross, Justin Ross, yeah. Justin Watson. Yeah. Jalen Watson. Yeah, you got a lot of you got a lot of. We similar need to guys. diversify the names. I think that should be number one priority for Brett Veach this offseason. But I do think that we're at a point now where if they don't go make that splash, where they get a superstar type of player, or they have somebody that is you know, in that sort of regard, I think that you can trust your GM that he has found a target, that he has found a receiver that will compl- that will complement Patrick Mahomes and this sort of offense Andy reruns. All right, let's get to the random question of the day. Random question. All right, for you, Dusty, for you, Jed, and for you on the Jays Southland So Service text line 913-586-7610. The random question of the day brought to you by the Windows Source of Kansas City. Dusty, mm-hmm. you brought this up. I know yesterday you were posting on Twitter on a beautiful photo, on a beautiful Monday afternoon, a President's Day afternoon, so you had the day off, and you spent it where you like to spend your leisure time. Mm-hmm. Golf course. On the golf course. Big time. In the driving range. Got to practice, man. Or as you like to call it, the lab. Yep. In the lab. I think you call it that. Well, I do. Yeah. Working on concoctions. Yeah. And you brought this up before the show today, which I thought was a great idea. A great idea. One that I think we need everybody to get behind, both in the building and listening. Mm Mm-hmm. We need to do a 610 Sports Radio Golf Tournament. I don't know why we haven't done it. I know there are three people that are all looking at each other right now that would all be there with smiles on their faces and willing to participate in this. So the random question of the day is simple. Would you like to participate, be involved with, and play in a 610 Sports Radio Golf Tournament? Jed, are you a golfer? Uh, I am. I'm not a very good golfer, but I'd definitely be down as long as I don't really have to do any work or help. So but you I'll just play wanna, in the golf you tournament. You want to do the fun part of the golf tournament. Yeah, I don't want to in any way do things related to my job. I think I've made that quite clear over my time here. Okay, well, so someone mm-hmm. is going to have to organize this. That's fine. Like, I can play and help organize it if it can actually happen. I'm just... I get sick to my stomach when I get invited to these things and it's put on by restaurants or it's put on by a little league baseball team or it's put on by, you know, uh, a, a scout class that wants. And again, I'm not trying to like say that, but I mean, you put together a charity. I don't care who does it. We can do, you know, we can do disabilities we could do schools we could do you know wounded warrior we could do whatever you want to do for for a a charity i'm willing to help organize things you know what cliche the hell out of it have a hole in one hole have a longest drive hole i don't even think that's cliche i think that's what people want in golf tournaments i just don't understand why we wouldn't do it and you know there's a ton of local athletes that love to play golf. Mitchell Schwartz, I'm talking to you. I know you're listening right now. Come on, Mitch. You would play. You would sign up for this. Guess what Mitchell Schwartz has? A lot of important friends that like to play golf. That's a fact. There are Royals players. I've played in Royals golf tournaments that play golf, that would love to play golf. The only issue is Mm. the timing. Oh, don't talk about issues. I'm just saying the only issue is the timing. Do you do it in the middle of spring? If that's the case... 
you're losing baseball players, but you're not because you could do it on a Monday when they have an off day. If it's one works. thing I know about baseball players is they always find time to squeeze in 18. See, look at this. Already in the text line, Steven Spector, boss, Hefe, guy that calls the shots, knows more people in sales than I do. I'd love to join. I work for a large soda company, and I could inquire about sponsoring products for the golfers. It's easy. It's fun. You get to hang out with your boys. You get to see Carrington Harrison swing a golf club, which I think would be hilarious. I do, too. I, I get too. to see Bob Fesk. Bob Fesk could organize it. You know, he's not swinging. You know what a golf I think club. we should do? You know what I think would be a great idea for this? And is, you could do Fesco in the morning from six to ten from the first hole. Yeah, yeah. You know what would be a great idea is uh, if we had all the guys at the station who don't golf like at all, and we have them compete in in sort of like a hack off. Yes, which sounds weird to say out loud. I just thought these of it right guys now. are going to be hacking it off on the first tee. But you know what I'm saying? Like this would just be easy. You know what would be even better? Because I think there is uh, maybe some skepticism from people in the building that it would be too hard to do. What if we just piggybacked on someone else's? We just let them. I don't want to do that. I want to own this one. I want this to be the 610. I feel like that's the hang up. Because I want to eventually get to the point where I'm not Ryan Fitzpatrick at this station and I'm actually a starter. And then we can get to a point where it's like, this is the seventh annual 610 golf tournament. I've never thought of you as the Ryan Fitzpatrick. Somebody called me that on the air and it was pretty funny. This is kind of funny. They're like, you're like the Ryan Fitzpatrick of the 610 sports radio personalities. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's, wow. So, so I'm just seeing from the text line, 913-586-7610. Somebody had the hack off idea before. I hadn't had it pulled up. I'm sorry. Sorry. The 610 hack open. I was just saying that could be like a, a special wing of the tournament, but we'll still have like a four-man scramble. Must shoot 85 plus on a par 72. That's going to be like everybody participating. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll shoot a plus 85, and I consider myself to be an avid golfer. Yeah, somebody asked me what my handicap was the other day, and I was like, um... Anywhere from like 13 to 14, somewhere around there. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's not good. I think it's a little above average. I, well, for sure. The if average above, golfer yeah. shoots 100. Yeah, I would about to say, if you're anything below a bogey golfer, you're above average. But it just seems like this is something that would is, is enjoyable for me, and this is me being honest, is when you can bring people around, you can bring people together, and you can have fun doing it because nobody's going to a golf. T- now there are some people because there are people that bring their own putter to a uh, like a putt putt course. That's a little egregious. Yeah. I'm not against again. I'm not against people that bring their own clubs to like Top Golf because like there's like drivers that have like bullet holes in them, and I don't know if I want to hit a, a, a club like that. But we should do this, and I think that this is something that the city would get behind. I think this is an easy money grab for the station slash for a very very uh, credible charity. And and why not have fun? And then you could you could even like if Carrington doesn't want to play, he has to though. He doesn't. You no, don't have mandatory, to do mandatory for all sixteen employees. No, because Bob Bob and Josh wouldn't play. Well, they have to be there though. But th- that's what I'm saying. They could do their show from the first tee from six to ten, and then you finish the day with Carrington doing the oh. drive from two to six. And you know what, Carrington would be really good at in golf, making fun of people for hitting bad shots, knowing that he couldn't hit yeah, a golf. Yeah, ball. yeah. That's perfect Carrington, perfect golf. Yeah, I think what would actually be great is have Bob and Josh set up at, like, one of the holes, and they can do play-by-play. And, like, you know how sometimes they have, like, the shot girls? Mm -hmm. So they can maybe wear, like, golf skirts and sit there at the table and hand out shots to people who come by, and they can enter, like, a raffle. And if they get it inside 10 feet, they win the raffle. If not, it goes to charity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody said Dusty's Handicap is sports radio. That's funny. 
Is that a compliment or is that a dig? I don't know. I would assume a little bit of both. Definitely not a compliment. They put an LOL at the end. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. I thought it might have been. I, I don't know. Sign me up. I'm there. 610 used to have a golf. T- I'm trying to bring it back. Are yes, you gonna, I love golf, but we should definitely do it. Are you going to print out all of these texts and give them to the boss? No, because he won't care. But if I call out his name, I mean, you know. I don't, will that work? No, not really. But yeah. at least it shows that I Maybe care. Just, you know, knock by the office. Old-fashioned way. Whatever happened to that? You know, just stopping by I and mean, having a conversation. Easily, you could easily find restaurants around this area that would sponsor it. Mm-hmm. By sponsoring the event, you get airtime on commercials. I mean, I'm not really going to dive into the sales side of things because I don't understand that or the legal side of things. All I really know is how to do I I run a family golf tournament. I had 124 people last year. Somebody says, what the hell is wrong with being looked at as Fitzmagic of 610? Nothing. I don't think anything is. I just didn't know that. I didn't know that that was a nickname that had been handed out. 610 pro-am professional baseball slash football players and or other sports and 610 employees. 100%. Yeah, that's that's the whole idea. Like Danon would play. I'm sure we could get Mitch Holtis out there if I talk to him enough. Is Mitch a golfer? He can't. I mean, he has to be, right? I don't know. I feel like that guy is so in love with football. He does love college basketball as well. But I feel like he would. I feel like he'd go out there and hack it. For, for a good cause? Yes. Why the hell not? And I bet he get high V to cater it. Two <laughs> issues right there. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I look at everything as a half-full <laughs> yeah. mentality. I love your idea of planning is, like, speaking on behalf of people. Like, Mitchell Schwartz will get us a bunch of players. Mitch Holtis will get us catering. How would Mitchell Schwartz not be a good start? No, he would be. He would be. But hey, I think, man, I think should... it's the fact that you're speaking on behalf yeah, of we him without having to him first. spoken to him. Oh, he'd do it. Also, the fact that you, yeah, well, of course, yeah, he loves golf and he he does things for six ten. I think the fact that you also referred to it as a cash grab might have been a poor choice of words on your part, but but for the for for the charities, right? But describing something as a cash grab is for charity is awesome. Uh, I'm going to make your charity a bunch of money, and this is an easy way to do it. Sign me up. I'm just excited that you volunteered to do all this legwork, man. I will 100% do it. I'll go talk to whoever in sales and say, let's do this. And then they're going to have a really bad job with my boss because they're going to say, we want him in sales. And he's going to say, we want him in radio. And uh, then it's a tug yeah. of war. And I don't need to do that. I've done that before with women, huge, and it's not fun. Huge bidding war. Big time not fun. <laughs> For the stylings of dusty liking yeah like, and so they'll be like okay get my name right jet i love uh, that I you're gonna be in the six figure club in no time man yeah see dw has it right put all these people on blast so they can't say no i do think it's good <laughs> at least on your part mentioning that we already have it sponsored by high v mitch mm-hmm. holtis is in the fact that mitchell schwartz yeah, look is at in. all these people I, already how are on they board? gonna say no i to guarantee that. you i could find at least three foursomes at jack stack that sounds really weird to say out loud but that's money <laughs> for people to buy in you have to buy in for this tournament. Half of that goes oh, to a oh, charity. You Half should of- get all the local coaches. So Jerome Tang, Bill Self, Lance Leipold, Eli Drinkwitz. I think they're already in is yeah. what I heard. Yeah, it sounds like they never mentioned those guys' names, but I could get high school coaches. Got some pull there. How? Jay Binkley. Okay, well, let's What's start Jay Binkley with college. Doing? Joining the show at one. Let's see if Jay Binkley's on board. 
He's going to join us coming up next. Let's talk some NFL draft. The combine is a week from today. What's this draft class looking like? And what should the Chiefs be focusing on? We'll talk to Bink about it next with Dusty Likens. I'm Nick Schwartz, Jed Marshall. This is Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 